Hi, this is Dee from the Mind, Body and Spirit Files and in this episode of my podcast I'm going to be speaking about spiritual sexuality. I think this is a subject that's not really ever really spoken about so it should be interesting. Here we go. So ancient mystics believed the act of sexual union was a celebration of the body and a path to spiritual enlightenment. For the past 2,000 years, Western civilization has been taught that sexuality is sinful, although sexual intercourse is often spoken of as sacrament. It is not promoted as a way to spiritual enlightenment. The only reason for sex being pleasurable, it seems, is an an inducement to further the human race. So... Let's speak about sex and enlightenment. So, the ancient Eastern mystics and Western pagans hold a very different view of sex. In these traditions, male and female are two offs of a single divinity, the yin and the yang. The union of the god and the goddess ignites a potent force, the obvious result of which is a child. In the spiritual world, forces are unleashed during sex that can be used to further enlightenment. It is no wonder that, throughout the ages, people have craved sexual union with one another at any cost. So, while in modern society sex is often viewed as sinful, ancient mystics believe it to be a powerful spiritual union that led to enlightenment. So, the interplay between the sexes has always been fundamental to the survival of the human race. Fertility rites and practices evolved to help ensure the procreation occurred. So, with sexual attraction, what we consider to be attractive has changed over the years. Centuries ago, the ideal woman had huge hips with lots of cellulite. When faming loomed, a fat woman was a safe bet to bear children. So, our female ancestors found many ways to make themselves more alluring, and much can be learned from their secrets. So, learning to read other people's body language is a good way to determine how attractive other people find you. Physical attraction is the driving force behind our sexual urges. Now we'll take a look at expressions of sexuality. Sexuality has been expressed differently through the ages and varies between cultures. Understanding your own sexuality can help you to actually achieve spiritual enlightenment. This is true. The art of tantric sex. Right. Tantra is an ancient mystic Eastern tradition that teaches the use of sexual power to achieve spiritual enlightenment. So the word Tantra means interweaving an essence and describes a weaving of the body with the universe. The art of Tantra brings together the spiritual and the mundane and sexuality is key to this process. There's so many practices within the heart of tantric sex that help us to develop a better understanding of the spiritual aspect of sexual energy. Tantric sex is about using physical union to build upon the love and affection between two partners. However, as tantra involves tuning in with universal forces, many exercises can and should be carried out when alone. As well as helping you to understand your body and that of your partner, 
tantric sex as a number of physical benefits. These include improving your circulation, stamina and control. Now, if you've never heard of tantric sex, which I've found a lot of people who I know haven't, I suggest you Google it. It is, in my opinion, absolutely something out of this world. Like, it really is. Um, just be prepared to be very open to the idea <laughs> once you understand what tantric sex is um i don't know maybe it's not for everyone but it certainly is up my street <laughs> throughout the world there are many similarities in sexual customs and just as many differences in the West, kissing is considered first base for sexual activity, whereas in many Eastern cultures, they prefer a good sniff. Wow, okay. The old pagan religions have much to tell us about sexuality. Their attitudes was free of constraint, deeply rooted in the natural world. Sex was seen as a celebration of the body rather than a sinful act. Conversely... Many fertility rites still practiced around the world today may seem superstitious and silly. So, fertility rites. Right, if we look back far enough through time, we find that most fertility rites have a genuine meaning and relevance. As with many myths, they have their basis in sound reasoning. Sexual customs differ for each culture. Many fertility rites practiced today owe their origin to paganism. Um, so next, with sexual cycles and the moon, this will wrap up the podcast. The world we live in, geared to the solar year, which is leaner, the sun is masculine and its values include logic and aggression. A year for a woman, however, consisted 13 monthly cycles. Yep, 13, just like the moon, which is associated with values such as intuition and gentleness. Most people have both masculine and feminine qualities, but gen genuinely speaking, feminine qualities are undervalued. I totally agree with this. So, a woman's sexuality is rooted in a femininity. Menstruation is sometimes a taboo subject and childbirth has been reduced to a biological function, yet these are deep aspects of a woman's sexuality, wouldn't you agree? By learning about these different feminine values, you will be better able to understand the mystery and magic of your own essential femininity. This is Dee from the Mind, Body and Spirit Files. You have been listening to our podcast on sexuality so i hope you enjoyed please leave any comments and i will always get back to you and i hope you have a good rest of the day namaste